0: You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Fasten your seat belts and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic.
1: I feel very blessed.
2: We're all blessed.
1: I know, but I feel like a little extra. You know, sometimes when God blesses you and then also gives you the uh, icing on the cake.
2: Mm, was it cream cheese?
1: I'm just saying, Lord, and, and listeners, I am so blessed. I overcome something that I can't really go into detail about a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And there's no doubt in my mind that God was there. And it, and it was that verse. Whatever weapon is formed against you will not prevail. Man, I've seen it in action. And I'm the biggest sinner in the world. And, like, I don't deserve half of the life that I've been given. Mm-hmm. And if he'll do that for me, yeah, he'll do that for anybody that, you know. I mean, he just, he hopes that you love him. Yeah. He does all this hoping That you would. That's true. So I just got to get that out of the way. I don't care how low you think you are. If you reach to the Lord, he's there, and it's as real as the day is long.
2: Yep. You just got to put forth your little bit of effort and maintain your belief and your faith, and he'll take you the rest of the way.
1: And that's like this show. So we got our Spotify review. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what, man, I was pretty impressed.
2: Yeah, I was too.
1: And it's all to you guys. who keep listening every week to us go down our little rabbit trails and, you Mm -hmm. know, here's one thing that I'll promise. We'll probably not always ever agree. Yeah. But we're not ever going to be fake. No. There's not enough money that a record label could say... We want you to say Cole Swindell deserves to be Entertainer <laughs> of the Year. We're just not going to be like that.
2: No, I could never. And it, say.
1: and it and it may never get as big as this room, right? But we'll at least know that we weren't fake.
2: Yeah, and we weren't you know blowing smoke up people's asses. Bobby yeah. bone, <laughs> bone, bone, Bobby bone. Is an echo?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Anyways. So, you know, Speaking of that. You know, you posted all those little stats on our uh, Facebook page. If you want to check those out, if you haven't seen it already, uh, the Country Music Critic uh, Facebook group page, come join us. Yeah. Come join a little community.
1: We would love for you to be a part.
2: Yeah, it's nice, and the water is fine. Uh, We have uh, one handsome, handsome new listener. His name's uh, James Blevins.
1: That's what's up. I see he's, he's got some hot <laughs> girls on his
2: profile. I didn't look at his profile. You're <laughs> he, the creepiest mother. I'm just saying. I
1: pulled him up, and I was like, this kind of dude I'd probably hang out with. i seen you know him from
2: Irvine, Kentucky. So shout out to Mr. Blevins, and we appreciate you listening, buddy. And he has, he has made a request. So I know. And, and I'd already said I was going to cover him, so uh, I'll, I'll start doing the research now. I just
1: hope I could stay awake.
2: Oh my! How can
1: you say he's He's talented? I'm not saying that he's not.
2: He didn't. He didn't perform in the '90s, and that's all you care about. No,
1: I'm just saying (laughs) he's very talented, a
2: great songwriter. He's
1: just a little bit on the boring side.
2: You have never seen him live, have
1: you? Well, I've seen Jamie Johnson, and it's the same thing.
2: No, it's not the same thing. (laughs) Okay. They may look. They may be similar (laughs) builds. Yeah. They may have the big and, beards and, and the hair. and
1: songwriting, yeah. and badass. But I could be wrong. I've you heard are. you are. I've heard these episodes before, and it does change my mind at the end. Yeah. So,
3: mm-hmm.
1: all right. What else you want to talk about before we dive deep into this one?
2: Um, what was it we were talking? Oh, yeah. So, on the last episode, we talked about. The, it was the uh, Billy Strings episode. We talked about, you know, Yellowstone. Yeah. Okay. You told
1: me it was like twenty five hundred acres.
2: No, I didn't. I, I said it was like thirty seven thousand. Oh, okay. But I was wrong. I did a little research. I went on a little trip this past weekend with my wife, and uh, I woke up every morning earlier than she did. So I'd always, I can't sleep when I'm not at did home. Did you cook and, breakfast? No. How do you go
1: on a, on a date trip and not wake up and cook breakfast?
2: What are we going to cook with?
1: Well, you could buy stuff the night before.
2: Yeah. Do you think we want to go on vacation to cook? No.
1: Yeah, but a man sometimes wants to do that for his old lady. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, no, get no, no. Cook
1: some bacon and eggs.
2: Like, if you plan a trip, how do you plan a trip? I don't know. I've like, only been you... on two my whole life
1: because well, I'm poor.
2: <laughs> what, all right, say you're going to go to the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. What are you planning on doing?
1: I don't know, give man. Me, give uh, me three things. Dixie Stampede. Okay. Because that's a common thing.
2: Yeah, it's a waste of money, but go ahead.
1: We're probably going to walk up and down uh, Gatlinburg Strip just yeah. to check it out. Yeah. And then I guess we'd probably try to go to Dollywood. It's expensive. Very, uh, everything's expensive. Yeah. Did so, you know, before you get too deep, The amount of money that you spend going to the Smoky Mountains, you could spend going to Florida.
2: Oh, yeah. You probably spend less going to Florida than you do going to the Smoky Mountains. Right. So when I go on a trip, when I plan on going on a trip, I go for events. I'm going there for a concert, a ball game, um, a a comedy show, something. We're going to do something when we get there. If we're not doing that, we're going to go through, like I went to Chicago, went to the Sears Tower. Uh, If we go to New York City, which I
1: so everything has a purpose
2: everything like I'm not going somewhere like if I go to Memphis, I'm going to Bill Street, yeah, and i'm I'm gonna go to Graceland I'm gonna see the ducks at the hotel you know I'm gonna do all that because that's historic I'm gonna see the m l k uh
1: are they famous for ducks
2: there's a hotel down there I can't why am I drawing a blank? Bass it's Pro Shop. No, it's a hotel, not a store. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Anyway, like you, they have trained ducks that walk in and out at certain times, oh, like a like a real day. duck, like that's like been an actual to do this. actual ducks. Yeah, hmm. and it's kind of yeah you know, famous for that. And then they have the Civil Rights Museum down there. I went to it. I went to the Lorraine Motel, which is where you know, MLK Jr. got assassinated. Um, there's a lot of stuff doing Memphis actually, but yeah, this is an example. My wife, she plans on going somewhere, and the reason we went is because she wanted to get as much of the Christmas shopping done as possible. I kind of figured that. Yeah that that was the whole purpose for us going. Yeah. But when I asked her what she wanted to do. I want to eat here, 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 and I want to try eating here. She plans her trips out around the restaurants that we go to. I don't like food that much, man. (laughs) I don't care. And then when she's at, she's, where do you want to eat? I don't care. You can can take me to McDonald's and I'm happy. I don't care. I can find something to eat there. I don't have to go out to a big, fancy restaurant. It's all going to come out the same way, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I I think that's kind of cool, though. Because, like, I like to eat.
2: Okay. You know. But when you eat at the places like that, like the, you know, destination eating. Yeah. With, yeah, you know, two people, you can't afford to take your kids for sure. Oh, yeah. Just me and her, I don't think we had a meal that was under $60 the whole time we were there. Wow. Yeah. Now, see, like, we would do that
1: one time. No, 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 no. We'd do one big yeah. meal, you know?
2: I'd be good with that. <laughs> I don't get to say. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you probably spent what, five hundred on food?
2: It was like six weeks of work we spent on my food. <laughs> and her food. Did she <laughs> eat everything
1: on the plate? Oh, they were. Okay.
2: There was no bite left behind. Well,
1: at least she didn't waste. Yeah. You no. know? If anybody That's a plus.
2: Actually, yeah, neither one of us wasted any. Uh that's not true, actually. I had to I had to throw some away. There's a restaurant down there, it's called uh, the uh, local goat.
3: Mm.
2: Everything they fix is completely fresh. You know that day it's never been frozen. Like it's all local. Yeah. Everything on their menu is delicious. Oh, mm. mate. Yeah. And usually you gotta wait a couple of hours to get in, but we got lucky on Sunday night and was able to. Sliding in there and we didn't have to wait and that was that was one of the highlights of the weekend because i mean oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the best food we had yeah you know, but yeah so all right so to get back to where we were, i got up early one morning i started thinking i was listening to the billy strings and i heard our conversation about yellowstone yeah and it comes up about how big the ranch is I had said yeah thirty seven yeah thousand acres yeah. and it turns out I was way off I'm Samsonite. <laughs> Slippy, slappy, Swanson Samsonite. turn yeah. here I was way off. Yeah. That's from Dumb and Dumber if you didn't know. Uh so I did a research okay. and uh Rainwater mentions in one of the episodes that it's the size the uh, size of Rhode Island. Yeah. Rhode Island is Seven hundred and seventy-six thousand acres. That that's is, impressive. Yeah, that's gigantic. I ain't, ain't nothing impressive about it. It's kind of selfish. I still think See, it's selfish.
1: Here, here's my thing. Though. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to get into a debate over this because I feel like you've kind of made your mind up. No matter what I say, but like, you know okay, <laughs> tell me why he should have to give it up.
2: He shouldn't have to.
1: I thought that's what you were meaning. It no, is no, selfish.
2: no, he shouldn't have to give it up, but he should. But why? I'm not saying he should be forced. But I'm saying it's the intelligent thing to do. He is a dumb ass for I keeping all that. Here's
1: my thoughts. Like, If it's his choice, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I thought you were saying, like, nobody should be able to own that much.
2: No, that's not what I'm saying. Bill Gates has more than that. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Turner has more than that.
1: Well, then everything that I was going to say doesn't even matter now, then. No,
2: I'm not saying that. I mean, if you want that much land, you know, go for it. The reason I think he's being selfish, of course, this is a fictitious show, and it's (laughs) not even real, but it. I mean, he's got he's got yeah you know, two and a half kids yeah you know, Jamie spoiler alert you know I don't know if you made it past yeah. season two or whatever. Well, I that really was, feel
1: like once he's gone, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna sail.
2: Well, maybe half. I mean, here's the thing, you know, the airport they're wanting to build, it's only 150 acres, but 150 thousand acres is what they're losing. They still got over 500 thousand acres. It's not like, but the thing is, when you put the airport in, you put all that other shit in there, the the you know, property tax goes up, and he's not going to be able to pay that. So there's, yeah, you know, there's the issue. Once you let a little bit get sold, you're screwed basically. Yeah.
1: And and also, you know, I know that some parts of the world like we need trees for oxygen and we need a lot of stuff, but it doesn't look like anything coming off that farm is helping America. It's not like he no. is the guy that supplies all the hamburger meat. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got like, a lot of cattle, but... So I guess some of it is kind of like the Yellowstone Park. You know, like it's yeah. meant to be there for the wilderness yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah.
2: The ecosystem. I mean, it makes sense.
1: Does anybody in the U.S. legitimately own that much land?
2: Yeah, Bill Gates does. He's does he really? He's been buying it up for years.
1: So you think he has that much land?
2: I'm sure I'll do a little research while we're while we're talking, but because uh, I
1: mean that's that's an amount a massive amount mm-hmm. of land.
2: Oh yeah, it's huge. <clears throat> um, and Ted Turner, the guy who owns you know, uh, TNT, TBS, yeah. all that, uh, he at one point he had land that stretched may have been from Wyoming through Colorado. Yeah utah maybe all the way down to arizona or new mexico solid yeah like a solid yeah strip he was gonna line. like
1: make a line or something was, yeah, i don't like remember time. exactly what he i was remember doing, hearing but. that story you know and then also um the guy who created the show he bought the six sixes ranch that's like a legitimate deal did you know that you could stay at the yellowstone cabin for 2500 dollars a night i'm sure would you ever do that? No. would your uh, wife? No, she's not that big of a fan.
2: No. <laughs> I, I mean, see. that's just it's a little excessive. We could stay in the town. Yeah, but yeah.
1: did you did you find the answer?
2: Uh, I've seen something where he owns you know 250 uh, thousand. That's acres. a lot of land.: Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try a, a different way.
1: Speaking of TV shows, while you're looking that up, we're going to do something new in the month of December. Okay, we have teamed up with our buddy on TikTok, and what we're going to do is the George and Tammy series on Showtime is going to have six episodes about their lifestyle. And every Monday night, we're going to get together on Zoom the night after the show and give our thoughts about it. So you guys be able to but you know be on the lookout for that and then also i'm 33 people away on tiktok from being able to go live and you know what happens when we go live we're gonna film our podcast unedited version of what it looks like when we sit here and <laughs> dispel our thoughts
2: don't we have makeup know? on it's awful
1: i know you know <laughs> so
2: Alright, to answer some of the question, the you know, largest landowners in the United States, um, we have Mr. John Malone. He is you know, currently the chairman and you know, largest shareholder of Liberty Media. Also owns 28% of Discover Communications and 8% of the Atlanta Braves. He's worth roughly you know, $10 billion. He has Two billion, two hundred thousand acres. But I am sorry, two million, two hundred thousand
1: acres. That's that's crazy.
2: That's yeah, and then we got another dude that owns two million. His well, it's a family. It's the Emerson family. I see our Pacific. That's it doesn't say where this is at. Yeah, Ted Turner owns you know, uh, two million. Uh, two million acres. The Reed family in. California, Washington, and Oregon—they own 1.6 million. Stan Kroenke, 1.4, roughly. Hmm. That's, um, yeah, but
1: like all together. I'm not talking about like little piece here, little piece there. Like all together.
2: I think a lot of it is all together. Okay. Let's see. This dude, Brad Kelly, tobacco billionaire. Uh, owns ranches in Texas, Florida and New Mexico, 1.2 million acres hmm. total. If you want to
1: follow us on TikTok, look up RKS Smith 85. The S is part Smith. So it's RK Smith 85. 33 away from going live.
2: Hmm. Okay, here's one that actually comes up in the show Yellowstone, King Ranch. Yeah, you know how they talk about that. The heirs to King Ranch, they own just under one million acres. Wow! In California and in Texas, their income comes solely from uh, farming. You know, see <clears throat> oil operations, uh, ranching, and hunting.
1: Keep on ranching. <laughs>
2: That's a
1: lot of land. All right. Well, I believe that's all I got to talk about. You?
2: Yeah. But, I mean, the reason I say he's you know, selfish, he's got kids. He could set his kids, grandkids, everybody up forever.
1: Well, he but, is. He's leaving it to him.
2: Yeah, they're not going to get it in a couple of years.
1: Well, still. So, <laughs> so he's they're not, not wanting for anything. Not right now. You, you can tell. That not right now. The they show. got money now. All right, folks. So this week, we're diving in to somebody. Who the CMAs just loves to death, as yeah. you recognize. The yeah. most v- uh, nominated artist of this year's CMA, Miss mm-hmm. Lainey Wilson. I know we've talked about her before, but this mm-hmm. time we are reviewing the Bell Bottom Country album. Yeah. So, any thoughts before we get started?
2: I think she is just now getting her foot in. She's busted her ass for 10 years. She's finally making it. And she's not going to do anything, but it just explode to this huge star. Oh, yeah. She already she's is, but she's getting m- more momentum yeah. every time you turn around. She's so authentic in her voice and in her you know, lyrics. She's a great songwriter. She's... She's got the face that you put on any poster any oh, which, yeah. I mean she's, she's on got Yellowstone. A doll face yeah. yes for sure she's gorgeous Man.
1: all right so the the uh the first song off the album is called Hillbilly Hippy." i like it
2: i do too i mean
1: you know it's laney as always yeah honest as the day is long
2: a lot of times with yeah female country singers you get a lot of repetition as far as how they sound i don't feel like that sounds like every other female country song you know I i think she's got a different element to it it's it's for sure country oh yeah and it's got a little bit of hippie music mixed in, which is why she calls it you know, bell-bottom you know, country. But. Well,
1: if you've noticed, uh, she can't get away from that yodeling, like, emotional sound. Yeah. Like, no matter if she's singing a verse or a chorus, and you'll see it in all the songs, like, the keys change, like, more than they should, right. but that's what sets her apart. Yeah, because it's so I'm... much
2: emotion. That's why I love Jewel, and that's why I loved Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries. They did the same thing with their voices, and it was my first two crushes, I think, Jewel <laughs> and <Aunt> Dolores.
1: <laughs> I give that song a four. Out of what? I give it a four out of a five. Okay. Hippy. I agree with that. All right, here we go with the next one. This one's called Roadrunner.
2: that song a lot where i drive so much
1: yeah and you know like if somebody wants to cover her stuff you really gotta know the words (laughs) you can't half-ass that Mm -mm. i mean that's a lot of detail in a in a very quick she Mm -hmm. seems like she's wit too like somebody tries to mess with her she's got really good comebacks and you know
2: she i agree with that and like she's it's kind of personalized, too. Like, it only fits her voice. You know. Oh, yeah, for sure. It will be hard for other people to do that.
1: I gave that song a three out of a
2: five. I like that one a lot. I'll give that one a four, too.
1: This next one is uh, Watermelon Moonshine, which kind of hit the internet before the album was released. Check us out.
4: Other more than our hearts, with the help of a mason jar, drink a
1: was such an honest song
2: yeah and i mean reminds me of strawberry wine
1: you know i was thinking the same thing it's kind of like the modern day version of that song it's her version of that and and how many how many memories do you have to where you can base it and it it doesn't really have to be a girl but like when i smell a bonfire for the (laughs) first time it takes me back yeah you know, to like when I was 17 and mm-hmm. didn't have a care in the world. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that with some things.
2: Especially this time of year, you know, you smell yeah. a candle that you know, maybe your your you know, grandma used to burn back yeah. in the day. Like yeah. when you were growing up. Or I smell certain, you know, smells. When you go in like some of those you know, antique stores, especially down in the Smokies like we just went. Yeah. I went in a couple places. I'm like, man, that smelled just like my Meemaw's.
1: Yeah. Well, and I got a little story for you. So when I was in the eighth grade talking about falling in love for the first time, I went to the movies with this girl and this was the first girl that like I kissed by using my tongue. Okay. And my favorite meal was a chicken sandwich. The the uh Subway style chicken sandwiches from Burger King and on the way home my mom stops, she gets that. I get home. And I can't eat because I'm love sick. Like, mm. I never felt that feeling. You're like, in
2: full-on love as what yeah, you Yeah, like,
1: I can't eat because I'm full. And my stomach feels like I'm hungry. But <laughs> what happened? I'm, a, I'm in the eighth grade. What happened?
2: Mm-hmm. You know? i <laughs>
1: never forget
3: that.
2: That's funny.
1: This next song is called Grease. It's clever. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I've got it marked as a three out of five. Not a a fan of it, but the the wording is clever. You know, like, we're so hot, we don't even need grease. You know what I mean?
2: I feel like she... I think she should hold her songs to a certain standard. Yeah. And I think that one is just, I don't know if it, I don't know if I feel like that was her idea or somebody else's idea. And I don't think it you know fits with what her other songs do.
1: Well, that's the thing about music though. Can you think of one album to where every song was great? No. And all, I mean, even Errol Smith, everybody, they always got a, a no. you know, a, a filler. It feels like.
2: There was only one album I ever heard. It was Mumford & Sons' first album. I loved every song on it. Their second album, I loved every song, even more than the first album, except for one. There was one song that I did not like. But, you know,
1: more that I think of it, like you said, there is one song, there is another album that I did listen to that I liked every album, or every song on. And it wasn't Chesney. It was Sinners Like Me, Eric yeah, Church, yeah, the first album. And some artists are like that. And I don't mm-hmm. think Lainey's going to be like that. But a lot of these songs kind of take me back to the Sinners Like Me album because they were wit songs, they mm-hmm. were country songs. And then some of these artists, as they get money behind them, as they get bigger, they try to experiment. Right. I really hope she doesn't go down that road.
2: Well, I'm okay it, if they experiment, but just... It's like stergil you know when he went rock on that one album all that wasn't for me no but i did like some of it yeah but it's not you know, meant for the you know, people that you know, don't like that instrument for you know, he just wanted to do it just because that's what he it's what he wanted to do so i appreciate that I'm good with their putting whatever kind of song on there. That doesn't mean I have to like it, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so,
1: and I also feel like an artist's first album is likely going to be the best album that you ever get because when they made this, they didn't have the lifestyle that they end up having yeah. and the hunger's stronger, yeah. the honesty's stronger when they're writing these songs.
2: And Honestly, I, want, I, want, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I know I've wrote probably... 50, 60 songs in my life. And I'm so vulnerable when it comes to them. Like, I don't know that I could ever... I have to be 100% confident in that song before I would even ever show it to anybody else. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, the Yeah, you know, first album is like the cream of the crop of what they've been working on their entire life, you know? It could be. And, I, you know, sometimes yeah you know, some songs happen when they're 12 and they hold on to them until they're you know later on in their career it's like you know Pearl Jam he wrote the song Alive when he was uh, 13 you know years old is a is a true story the whole song but it it was i think it was on their album 10 i think it was their second or third album maybe hmm. but it was a song he was sitting on for for you know 10 15 years before he released it so I mean sometimes that happens, but I do feel like their you know first album is like it's what they put their heart and soul into, and it means so much and it I think you know that's why it's you know so much more successful
1: yeah this next song right here uh it's called "Week End
4: them get me some jeans out the closet put on that I still got it a lipstick shade take a give me their shot in the kitchen tell my friends that I'm fixing to head that way everybody wants somebody on the way I'll go sit it a
1: That that song right there is five stars in my book.
2: I like that too, but she don't have no weekend. It's pretty strong. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I've noticed, right? Yeah. But I loved how she she worded that though. Did you catch it? Mm-hmm. Like this is the week. Yeah, and uh, it's the end, like mm-hmm. the the weakest part of the end of it. Right. You know, so many people's gonna be cranking that up, drinking some wine, and really living it. All right, the next one is called Me, You, and Jesus. i like that song i'm I'm not crazy about the production of it yeah but I, I like it
2: what do you think i like the words but i'm not you know real big on that one um just like i think it's it's got a lot more to do with the you know the melody and all that than it, it does the lyrics i like the lyrics yeah and i like slower songs like that, that for that's some reason but thing. yeah but, the
1: the production of yeah. it was just it didn't match but I still gave it a four. Yeah. The next one's called holding or Hold My Halo. <laughs> Not a bad I'd okay. say that'll be a good live song to perform. Yeah, I bet you
2: know. Once you can really get into and get the uh, crowd involved.
1: This next song, Heart Like a Truck, first song the the first time that I heard this I knew yeah. this if this is not number one yet and I haven't checked, it's gonna be a number one song.
2: Yeah. It's just
1: it's great.
2: It's relatable to everybody and yeah. It's well, very clever
1: will play a little bit of it for you in case you haven't heard it.
4: I never stay in one place too long the dirt road, Singing me a siren song I gotta find a field I need to spin my wheels I gotta...
1: such a flavor song.
2: Yeah. It ties in two things that are so relatable for everybody and like I don't I don't know how she could have a better song than that on her album. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean that song is going to be it's going to be her biggest one, yeah, I believe.
2: I think so too. I have a I have one more on this album that I really like, but man, we'll you know, talk about it when we get to it, but
1: Alright, this one's called Atta Girl, which is exactly how she would say it. I've Mm -hmm. noticed uh, it's a pretty good song, too. Let's check it out.
4: To hit the road He's just a boy In working boots It didn't work So you cut him loose Hey, you had a girl You thought it through And what you did Is hard to do I bet you're thinking About some things That you shouldn't Just remember now and then That you're looking
1: I can see like a whole crowd of girls singing that back to her. Yeah. That that's going to sure. be a girl anthem for sure. You know, I started with a 4 on that and went to a 5 after I heard it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, the next one is uh this one's going to cost me. Yeah,
4: I'm smart.
1: It's not a bad song. I'm just, I'm not a fan of it. Right. You know, it's another one of those songs that I feel like got added, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a good country song.
2: I kind of like the way they, you know, change the rhythm in it occasionally. Yeah. I like that because it kind of gets your attention. Right. Uh, right.
1: Right there, that chorus. Yeah. This next song uh, is a really good song. It's called These Boots. Those boots, Those boots. Mama kept them
4: out there by the door So that he could kick them off And let the mud dry on the porch They wouldn't stay there long For I had them inside on Going clickety-clack and scratching up Mama's floor the next morning he'd say, Lady, break here. And I'd drag from my room Always bunch up the strings. Well, I made it my job to pull them back over the top.
3: of Those boots,
4: they walk right with the Lord. Those boots would only drive the board. Those
3: boots made a damn good living. Spawned my mama all around the kitchen.
2: Those boots, I love this song. Never it's a really good song. Right yeah.
1: I mean, it's straight out of uh, her, her life. Oh, you yeah. Know?
2: Whatever out of her well, our, a lot of childhood. people's life yeah
1: you know i see my little boy walk around in my boots all the time yeah. and it, they do make that clacking loud noise because they don't mm-hmm. fit but nothing's cooler than seeing that
2: yeah the only you know, yeah, downside of that is when your kids are younger especially if they're boys and your wife has like yeah, you know, shiny shoes, <laughs> like heels.
1: Uh, yeah, and they walk around in that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, my two-year-old grabbed my wife's you know, red heels. <laughs> he couldn't, he didn't put them on, but he grabbed them. That's what he goes to, because they're shiny. <laughs> I was at my, I was at my buddy's house one night, and all of us were there for the, soup. no, no, it wasn't Super Bowl, it was a uh, Friendsgiving. Yeah. A few years ago, we all got together. His son disappeared for a little while. And he comes back down the stairs. They have a gigantic house. Um comes out and he's wearing his sister's princess heels. Oh my and, God. Uh, <laughs> my buddy goes That would be so, so embarrassed. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, Oh, you take after your daddy. Look at <laughs> <laughs> and we teased him. We wrote him so yeah. hard. <laughs> it's <was> great.
1: <laughs> this uh this next song, Live Off, it's on uh, the commercial for tractor supply you've probably heard it during Mm -hmm. the uh yellowstone commercial
2: breaks yeah really good
1: song. I know, like, I could listen to this one all the way through.
2: Yeah, I got too.
1: I love it. You know, I see Adam DeLuca was part of the writing on that. hmm He, uh, he's an up-and-coming artist. He had a song. He actually played at, uh, at Glasgow at the Balloons. Yeah, Bar, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. two years ago. That's pretty cool to see his, uh, song get cut by her. Yeah. Next song here is Wild Flowers and Wild Horses.
4: It is.
1: It's almost like a cowboy's
4: answer.
1: I like it. Yeah, I do too. But every time I see wild horses, I can't help but think of Gar. But he was the first to mention that.
2: No, he wasn't. He was the first country guy, maybe. That's what I mean. (laughs) The first country guy.
1: You know that's all I talk about. Yeah. All right, the next song, What's Up? What's going on?
2: Porn on Blonde should, The 90s alternative drum song I thought she wrote it Oh
4: okay and
3: out? I'm feeling, feeling I'm a
1: peculiar. Peculiar. She does it justice yeah. and I, I like the rhythm
2: version better out Because of the way the music is and I
3: get real
4: high enough, screaming the top of my lungs, what's going on?
3: And I said, hey, That's yeah, 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 yeah. hey, yeah, yeah. not bad. I said, hey. I remember it now, though. But I had no clue until the chorus.
1: Yeah. i I seen it. Because I've heard her say that line. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I figure, well, she's wrote a song for it. <laughs> Alright. Smell like smoke.
4: Ain't ashamed of where I'm from or where I've been. Well, I'm still my daddy's angel, but my halo's kinda bent. Been washed in the mud. Hippie lipstick on a cigarette Bone bag whiskey What
1: you see is what you get If I look a little drunk It's cause I drank some
3: If my next that a song little rest cause, cause I am one I like that That's smart mm-hmm.
1: Witty Like she is you yeah. know mm-hmm. I like that song And then here we are at our very last track It's called New Friends It's just so beautifully put together.
2: Kind yeah. of reminds me of the Head and the Heart song. Yeah, kind of the lot of the Wilder song.
4: I've been laughing with the TV, talking to the walls, dancing with the whiskey till we can't stand up at all. they don't say nothing but sometimes they do and I catch them looking back at me the way you used to I might sound crazy but you know I've always been and at least I
2: ain't long I like it let's nice change his face
4: yeah
1: She needs some new friends. That's what she's saying. I'd say she's got plenty of friends right now.
2: Oh, yeah. She's got got new ones every day coming out
1: of the woodwork. (laughs) She was on Bobby Bones this morning, and she said, uh, you know, it it is different because you don't know who to trust now with your new friends because she's so used to the ones that were with her in the first six years,
2: and here she is in the bigger part. Right. You know? the majority of the time when you're successful like that eventually everybody you meet has an agenda yeah and you got to figure out where you lie in that agenda
1: right and she was really bragging on her manager because she's like me and her are best friends and it's awesome seeing her fulfill her dream to be a manager and for her to see me do it Mm -hmm. you know they formed a really good friendship but anyways all right so we're gonna wrap it up i'm gonna give this album a 4.5 out of 5 i mean i love it There, there's only a couple songs on it that i don't like and i mean it's not that i hate them right. i just didn't find the passion in them that i did the other so laney we love bell bottom country what do you think
2: i agree with you um i'm gonna go 4.25 but That's i really good. i really like it yeah i'm a I'm a little bit of a harsh critic, not a harsh critic, but
1: yeah, especially in its country
2: music. That's one thing I like about our show and what we do is we don't care to tell you that we don't like a song like Grease. I wasn't a fan of Grease. You wasn't a fan of Grease, no. and it happens. You know, not every song's made. But it's for very everybody. witty. I yeah, mean, it, it makes sense. It's yeah. a
1: great. It, it it's a it makes sense. This it's, is not my style. Yeah, but it's not as goofy as Red Solo Cup. You know, Nothing's like it's as tolerable. Goofy as that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like heart like a truck, but it's tolerable. Mm-hmm. you know, anyways, that's all I got, folks. man, I really appreciate everybody who's reached out to us, who's listened to us, who's took the time to connect with us. We're going to be working on Chris Stapleton next. You guys want to hear something. All you got to do is let us
2: know. Yeah. Reach us on our Facebook page, join the community let us let us know what you want to hear, and uh, remember to always like, share, rate, review, follow. Tell your friends, neighbors, and loved ones. Everybody out there, stay safe. God bless. Asta manana.
0: calumniate slander traduce vilify or be malign in any way why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words don't like it thanks for joining us on the country music critic and we'll catch y'all next time